0: Hello, my name is Kyle Jenkins, and this is the Loving All Peoples podcast, a podcast about connecting the church to the unchurched. In today's episode, I want to tell another story as a follow-up to my last episode, where I explained my reasoning for why I carry a cross in the city of Dallas, and that the best strategy for reaching people is always doing what Jesus wants you to do. It seemed to strike a chord with a lot of people, so I want to tell another story. This one without the cross. It is for sure one of my favorites. This happened around 15 years ago when our ministry first started working with the sex industry. I didn't know anything about the sex industry and especially sex trafficking. I watched a movie called Trade at the movie theater that was about sex trafficking and it totally broke me. I remember after the movie ended, I just wept and this incredible sense of go came over me. I didn't need to know how. I just knew with absolute certainty that I was supposed to go, whatever that meant. At that time, our ministry was mostly working with refugees, and I didn't know why God so strongly put this on my heart. But I knew we were about to dive right into the situation, and we did. I had no idea how to jump in. Because of the movie, a lot of people were thinking about how they could help. I found out about an informational meeting on sex trafficking in our city. Some law enforcement were there as well. To be honest, I was disappointed with the meeting because the only information I was hearing was that nobody was doing anything. It was mainly just educating everyone about the situation, but there was no practical ways to get involved. In hindsight, I can see why. It was because in order to get involved, one had to be pretty crazy to do so. I say that because at the time, prostitution meant brothels. Brothels meant pimps, gangs, or even the mafia might be involved. At the time, there wasn't anyone going into brothels. Even law enforcement really didn't have a handle on what was happening inside those brothels. I know this because we worked with law enforcement. There wasn't any plan. There wasn't any strategy and nobody had any idea where to go from here. But I knew God had told me to go, so I stood up in that meeting and passionately said something to the effect that I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to do something, and you can join me if you want. It was very blunt, and I didn't know it had any effect. To my surprise, after the meeting ended, several people surrounded me just desperate to do something too. Long story short, a couple of those people by faith quit their jobs, and joined our ministry team, and we just went for it. Talk about faith. That takes a lot of faith to not only commit to working in the sex industry with absolutely no plan, but to quit your job and even move. That's faith. And that's how our team to reach women in the sex industry was formed. Let me first start off and say we didn't know what we were doing. This was at a time before people really started getting interested in reaching sex trafficking victims. So, we also didn't know any other ministry, church, community coalitions, or even law enforcement doing anything at the time. So, we had to figure it out on our own. For many months, we researched the sex industry in Dallas. We were shocked in what we found hundreds and hundreds of prostitution ads in our city, dozens and dozens of brothels in our city, brothels posed as massage parlors in homes, apartments and even in the middle of shopping centers. Of course, some were more obvious looking, and they were in rundown parts of our city. It was so obvious you wouldn't believe how they got away with it. But sometimes they weren't as obvious, but they were in plain sight. We found brothels near churches and shopping centers, and even brothels in normal looking neighborhoods. They were everywhere. On top of that, there were also dozens of dozens of strip clubs. Who was doing anything about this? Who was going in and reaching these women in these brothels and strip clubs? The sad reality was, mostly nobody, and especially when it came to brothels. After we did our research, as a team, we just dove right in. Again, we had no idea what we were going to do. At first, we would just sit in our office and ask God to show us what to do. I think he showed us many times, but we were a little hesitant to go into brothels, to say the least. What was behind those doors? Were there dangerous gangs and even mafia behind these operations like in the movies that we had seen? Where were the pimps? Yes, these things are a reality, and yes, there was fear. But the love God had for these girls blew away that fear. He gave us so much love for these women that we started not to fear. Even our own lives. I've said it before, but not fearing anything is actually really freeing. We didn't care about the pimps or the mafia. We knew God was with us and we were willing to die for these women. I know that sounds crazy, but God's love got in us and His love is powerful. As we started going into brothels, we didn't know what to say or what to do. Our goal for our team of women was to start an established relationship with the women in the brothels. But we literally couldn't get past the front door. We tried everything. Can we pray for you? Do you have any needs? Can we help you with anything? Do you want to learn English? Can we fix anything for you? Can we do any landscaping, painting, cleaning? We offered food. I mean, we went in for months, did and said just about everything. All the practical things didn't work. The routine was go up to the brothel front door, knock or ring the doorbell, say anything we could come up with, and basically they would say they were not interested or we would literally get the door slammed in our face. We got rejected every time. We were actually getting comfortable with being rejected. And that just made us even more bold. This went on for almost a year. That's a long time and a lot of rejections. But one day, as we were praying back in our office, one of our team members said that she felt like God said to wash the women's feet, just like Jesus did in the Bible when he washed his disciples' feet to show his love for them and to be an example of love. This happened in John 13, through 17 My first reaction in my head was, Very sarcastically, yeah, right, that is going to work. We had tried everything practical, but God wanted us to do it His way. Believe me, I didn't believe His way would work. We got some tubs and towels and went to the brothels. Our team of girls walked in and something interesting happened. They didn't come out. I started to worry and even panic. I just prayed in the car and prepared myself to go storming into the brothel to rescue the team. How? I did not know. A little while later, I received a text that things were going great inside. So I just continued to pray in the car for three hours. Three hours later, they came out, and they had washed all the women's feet. They prayed for the women and just loved them, just like Jesus did with so many hurting people in the Bible. I was completely shocked. That same day, we went to another brothel in another part of town. Surely the same thing wouldn't happen twice with a totally different brothel. Well, guess what? The same thing happened. I couldn't believe it. We were truly experiencing a miracle. What an amazing feeling to be right in the middle of a miracle. Our team was in the brothels for about eight hours that day. Offering to wash the women's feet got us into many places in the following months. Our team would go in and wash their feet and tell them the story of Jesus washing his friend's feet and pray for them. There were many tears, many lives touched, relationships began to establish, all because one of the girls in our team had the courage to believe God. Our team of women even started going into strip clubs and doing the same thing with the same results. Our team even started giving women free pedicures. Managers would just let our team in. Now, these were low-income strip clubs. These were dirty, scary-looking places. Really scary. I remember meeting with a strip club manager in his office in the back of the strip club. It was like a movie where people don't come out. But miraculously, They said our team of girls could come every week and wash the women's feet, give them pedicures, and pray for them. Just like that. So just like God telling me to carry a cross and being able to see the amazing fruit from it, the same thing was happening here. It made zero sense for these ideas to work, but they did. Because we heard from God. This can happen in your life too. It can happen in your everyday interaction with people, or God might have you start to minister in a specific community. The key is, you need to believe God has a way to open the door to any community. His heart for people and communities is already there. We need to believe that. He is just waiting for someone to answer the call to go and reach them. He has a way. His way always works. If you have any questions, you can contact us through our website at lovingallpeoples.com. And please remember to follow our podcast to receive upcoming episodes. Thanks for the listen, everyone. This is the Loving All People's Podcast.